Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Zimbrek with Vanessa Dion, and every Wednesday we check our spiritual vitals, making sure we're in a place where God is and just setting the atmosphere for God to come in. And I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for the platform. I thank you for God moving this morning, and I thank you, Elder Oliver, for just Allowing me to do this, <laughs> honestly, entrusting in me every Wednesday to do this. So I thank you, and I appreciate you um, so much. So, yeah, y'all, it's been break with Vanessa Dion, and every Wednesday we just create a space to let God in, you know. I feel like throughout our weeks it could get hectic or a lot could be going on, or we could just be in a space of, you know, God, where are you at? Where's your voice? Um, what you got going on, God? Do you hear me? You know, so I love that this space is created for us to just talk about him, hear from him, or us to just take a vent break and come together. You get what I'm saying? So before we start, I'm going to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for a new day. Thank you for a day of fresh air. Thank you for a day of opportunity. Thank you for a day of trying something new. Um, God, you gave us a clean slate. You gave us a new mind today. Um, You gave us a new a new, the same spirit, your spirit, um, and just gave us the free will to put a new set, put a new foot in front of us, God, uh, our best foot in front of us, God. So I thank you and I praise you um, for being faithful and consistent and being a God that we can lean on and run to at any point that we need to. Um, so I thank you and I praise you. Um, God, this morning I pray that you move this morning on this call, on this segment, on this episode. I pray that you just flow through me this morning, God. I pray that you speak to your people. I pray that you give me the knowledge that I need, the words that I need in order to speak and talk this morning, God. I pray that we're all able to walk away with at least one thing that we can take for the rest of our lives, um, something that we can apply to our day today, to this moment right now, if that's what we need, God. I just pray that we're able to take something away, some piece of wisdom and knowledge for us to carry throughout um, wherever we may need it. So I thank you in advance for a great segment, a great episode. I pray that all of our hearts are touched um, to move and to grow or to stay right here if that's our case, you know what I'm saying, or to come down some if that's what we need to do too, guys. So I just pray that you find us where we're at in our rooms, in our cars, at work, um, wherever we're at, God, I pray that you find us and that you dwell in our spirit this morning. Um, I thank you. I praise you. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So good morning, y'all. Um, this morning we're going to jump right into our word. I have two words that I want to speak. Um, I was kicking in with one of my homegirls yesterday and, um, I was like, I don't really know what we going to, what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. But so we opened up our word, we opened up our Bible and we figured it out. Um, so yeah, and it's just crazy because God is a strategic guy. So we're going to go to first Haggai chapter one, the book of Haggai. I think that's how you say it. H-A-G-G-A-I. Haggai chapter one. And we're going to go, we're going to start at verse 3 through 11. Oh, I wish I wrote down what version in I wanted to read this in. Hmm. Let's see. Um, okay, verse 8, I want to read in King James. What, ver- what version did we read in? Oh, the message version. We read it in the message version. So that's the version that we're reading out of this morning, the message version. So I like to switch my versions of the Bible to break it down, um, break down the word. And my friend just showed me that on the Bible app, right? 
let's say you're reading a word and there's a verse that you want to, like, you don't really understand. There's a verse that you're like, oh, what does that really mean? You could click the verse, right? And this is the Bible app. So this is what it looks like, y'all. The Holy Bible app. So just walking y'all through this real fast and we're going to jump into our word. But you could click the verse. And then at the bottom, it says compare. And it'll bring up other versions. So we got ERV. We got, I know it's probably backwards, but we have ERV. We have NIRV. uh, King James Version. So you can, like, compare the versions with each other if you don't understand that verse. So I love that. It's different features on the Bible app, so I like that. So, anywho, we're going to jump into our word for this morning. And it's Haggai chapter 1, verses 3 through 11. And it sounds like a lot, but it's not. That's why I like other versions, so it kind of gets to the point so I can understand. You know what I mean? So let's jump in. It says, shortly after God said more to Haggai, shortly after that, God said more. Sorry, y'all. Shortly after that, God said more and Haggai spoke it. How is it that it's the right time for you to live in your fine new homes while the the home, God's temple, is in ruins? Let me read that again. Shortly after that, God said more and Haggai spoke it. How is it that it's the right time for you to live in your fine homes while the home, God's temple, is in ruins? How is it your turn? How is it in you that, okay, it's my turn to live lavish, to live like this, to live like that, but God's kingdom God's home, the temple, the place that we dwell and supposed to give God praise is in ruin. How is it your time to flourish and be of abundance and be in a fruitful season, but God's God's temple is not in the place that it's supposed to be? Okay, cool. And then a little later, God of the angel in, sorry, and then a little later, God of the angel army spoke out again. Take a good hard look at your life. Think it over. You have spent a lot of money, but you haven't much to show for it. You keep filling your plates, but you never get filled up. You keep drinking and drinking and drinking, but you're always thirsty. You put on layer after layer of clothes, but you can't get warm. And the people who work for you, what are they getting out of it? Not much. A leaky, rusted-out bucket, that's what. That's why I like about message version in this because it's very eye-to-eye, straightforward. <laughs> like somebody from – anywho, that's why God of the angel army said – that's why God of the angel army said, take a good hard look over your life and think it over. So look over your life. Look over the things that, you know what I'm saying, you have to show for your life. Are you just putting in – do you see that you're putting in work in this area but you don't see anything from it? Do you see that you're working hard and hard and hard in this area and tending to what you feel like is important but you don't see any fruit from it? He's kind of asking them, look over your life. Go into self-reflection. Can you see the fruit of your labor right now in your life? Think about it. Then God said, here is what I want you to do. Climb into the hills and cut some limber. Bring it down and rebuild the temple. Do it just for me. Honor me. You've had great ambitions for yourselves, but nothing has come of it. The little you have brought to my temple, I've blown away. There's nothing, there was nothing to it. So, okay, we're going to just keep going. So this is, I love the part of it saying you have great ambitions for yourself, but nothing came of it, right? Let's keep going. And why? Because while you run around caught up with taking care of your own houses, my house is in ruins. While you're taking care of what you feel is important, while you're chasing your dreams, your goal, your ambitions, what about my kingdom? What about kingdom business? Have you been taking care of that? Have you been tending to feeding souls? Have you been tending to the king? Like, have you been tending to my temple? 
You get what I'm saying? Okay, cool. Because you've run around, caught up with taking care of your own houses, my house is in ruins. That's why. Because of your stinginess, because of your stinginess, okay, and so I've given you a dry summer and a meager crop. I've matched your tight fist stinginess by decreeing a season of drought, drying up fields and hills, withering gardens and orchards, stunting vegetables and fruit. Nothing, not a man or woman, not an animal or crop is going to thrive. Because you've tended to your own life, your ambitions, your goals, what you want, and my temple has gone on unnoticed, my temple hasn't been touched, you're not doing any work of me. Where are you spreading the word? Where are you spreading me at? Where are you spreading love at? How are you helping people? Because you've tightened your fist and you've been stingy, I'm drying up the season. I'm drying the season up for you. That's probably why, the, and I say this because maybe we find ourselves in a season of, God, where are you? We feel neglected by God, but have we neglected him? Have we neglected the temple? Are we only trying to help our people and not spreading that love and spreading God and spreading his word to others around us? You get what I'm saying? Or others that we'll come across to. Do you have a word inside of you? As, this is for me. So let me let me try it like, <laughs> but do you see somebody at like a gas station? God put something in you to tell them, but you holding on to it. You holding on to your knowledge. You're holding on to your wisdom. You're holding on to what God, that seed God put in you to go plant into somebody else. Stop holding on. Because as you hold on to whatever you got, God can't bless that. We got to let go. I haven't read no notes. Let me see what's in my notes. Um, better late than never. Tend to the things you've neglected in your life. And it's, it's better late than never. That's what I like about this because God says, hold on, I wanted to read that um, in, in the King James Version. Verse 8, I wanted to read in King James. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house. I will take pleasure in it, and I will be glorified, says the Lord. I will, and it's God giving, you know, showing them some grace. Go, this is what I want you to do. Because you've neglected my temple, you've neglected the kingdom, you've neglected me. This is what I want you to do. Go and, you know, bring wood, build the house, and I'll take pleasure in it. I just, I like this part because it's letting us know that there is grace. Says, go ahead and take care of God's work that he's put inside of you. Maybe that's why we don't see the, the fulfillment of God's promises in our life. Are you tending to him first? Are you being stingy? Are you holding on to your knowledge, your wisdom, your money, your resources? Maybe that's why your money can't grow. God can't trust you with no more because you ain't doing right with the money that you got. We are here to be vessels. We are, uh, uh, what is it called? We're just, uh, 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 we're just, we're just the, the, uh, the place that the money goes through. We're the place that the knowledge goes through, the wisdom goes through, the resources go through. God should be able to, to bless us with something because we're going to do for the next person. That's what we're here to do is to touch and bless and spread his word and spread him. And we do that by giving, by serving, by being a vessel. Yes, a channel. Yes, a channel. We are channels. Um, taking care of your four no more. <laughs> right. Stop taking care of your four and no more. Take care of, you know what I'm saying? We are here kingdom business. You get what I'm saying? Let's see what else I have in my notes because I have not been reading them. Even though they've neglected God's work, if they just pick it up, God won't be, okay, if they just pick it up, God won't be stuck on how they neglected. Hold on, y'all. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on. Even though they've neglected God's work, if they just pick it back up, God won't be stuck on how they handled it in the past. He'll be pleased on how... Well, I don't even know what I wrote, but pick up God's work wherever you left off at. Maybe you found yourself. Maybe this is a, that's why I love this. What I loved about this um this uh this this chapter is how it started off by saying 
take a good hard look at your life, think it over. So if we find ourselves in a place of, dang, I have slipped up in ways of not sharing the word. I was on fire for God, you know what I'm saying, last year, a few months ago. I was preaching his word and passing out little, you know what I'm saying, verses or even just going to somebody saying, I love you. You look good today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I love your smile. You know what I'm saying? Um, do you, you know what I'm saying? Just spreading God's love and spreading who he is. I was on that. But maybe right now I'm in a place of self and my ambitions and my goals and my, um, my what is it called? My agenda. So that's why I love this, how it starts off with saying, take a good hard look over your life, think it over. Because maybe it applies to you, but maybe it doesn't. But if it does, you know what I'm saying? It says you, it says you spent a lot of money, but you haven't much to show for it. You know what I'm saying? You're spending money on this and that, your, what you want to do and this and that, da, 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 but why don't you have anything to show for it? Let's go back down. Why do you have nothing to show for the work you've done? Why? Because, hold on, <laughs> because while you run around caught up with taking care of your own house, my house is in ruins. That's why. Because of your stinginess, because of your stinginess, and so I've given you a dry summer and a meager crop. Imagine God drying up. Oh, I wrote this down. Hold on. I have to read it from my notes. Us taking care of our families, working our jobs, traveling, eating, drinking, etc., is great. That's what we're supposed to do. But if God has placed something within us to build his kingdom, bring people closer to him or to spread love and his word, and we've neglected that, he is not pleased. And it could be keeping us from going as far as he'd want us to. We're not, we're, not to uh, we're not here to just help our own. What if God is looking at how we're stingy with our time, our money, our knowledge, and he's matching that stinginess? What if God is matching our stinginess? Because we, uh, because we only want to help our own and do for ourselves and do for our people and our house and our family, God is matching that stinginess. Okay, I'll meet you where you at. I want to bless you abundantly. I want to do more for you, but you're going to have to do more. You're going to have to step out more and do what I've called you to do on this earth. You get what I'm saying? He's not pleased. If if we're, like I said, that he wants us to, like so that's why I had to say the comment of he wants us to take care of our families, work jobs, travel, eat, drink, be married. It tells us that in Ecclesiastes. We can't do anything better but to eat, drink, be married, and just live. He not, we, I'm saying that's in the word, too. We're supposed to do that. But at the same time, if we're not doing what God placed within us to build his kingdom, build his people, bring, him, bring people closer to him, spread love and his word, if we've neglected that, he is not pleased. Because that's what we're here to do is be vessels for him. You get what I'm saying? They have to coexist. They got to go together. That's the word. Yes, y'all. God moving, y'all. God speaking. So that's what I'm saying. So... He, and that's, I'm going to read this part again because this really does resonate, you know what I'm saying, of why we maybe can't move forward. Like, why can't? Why do I find myself in this same space over and over? Like, why am I still here? I have knowledge. I have wisdom. I know what to do. I'm, I'm doing it. But why do I still find myself here? Because you're only doing it for your people around you. You get what I'm saying? You're only touching your people around you. When you got a smile on your face and you're driving around a car, that's just because, you know what I'm saying, of, of what you place in, I can't even explain. Like, it's not because you done put a smile on somebody else's face. It's not because you done paid for somebody else's gas. That's not why you're smiling. You're smiling because you're on the way to your job that you love, you in your car that you bought. You know what I'm saying? You in your, it's not because you're doing something for somebody else. 
is because of what you, you know what I'm saying, you're doing for yourself. That's not okay. Like, we have, we're here to serve God and to bless others. So, cool. and exact, Okay. So, um, what is it? Okay, da, 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 da. And why is that? Because you've run around caught up with taking care of your own houses. My home is in ruins. Like, imagine, like, in your life, you're so worried about your ambitions and your goals and God's temple just in your own life because this is spiritual. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're supposed to take this word and make it a living word. So it's for our own lives. Imagine the temple that, like, if we could think of it in a physical term, if we got, like, uh, how do I explain? I got to hold the phone because I'm on the radio on the phone. But, okay, imagine we got two two temples, right? I mean, two two spaces. We're talking about physically, right? We got two spaces. And this space over here is your space. And it's building, and it's quote-unquote growing. It's only reaching a certain point, though. But, you know what I'm saying, like, it's, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's nice, it's all right, it's cool, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, whatever. And the point I'm making is, but over here, God's kingdom and what he got going on is just in shreds. It's a disaster. There's no fruit, no nothing growing. God is not pleased. He's not pleased. So we have to make it a point in our life every day, every day that we find ourselves to put God first. God what do you want me to do today? What is your will today? Who do you want me to touch today? Like, you know what I'm saying? You get excited that, oh, my check was more than it was supposed to. Oh, I'm making more money. Oh, da, 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 da. But nothing in your head is, is, is resonating with blessing the next person. You get what I'm saying? Somebody can still ask you for some money, and it's, girl, not today. I don't really got it. You still saying stuff like that when your check was more than it was supposed to yesterday. You know what I'm saying? It don't make sense. We are here to bless other people. And you never know what answer prayer you could be for the next person. That's what I'm saying. I gave an example at a gas station. I'm just saying, if God put it in your heart to just put $20 on somebody's pump, you never know if that morning they prayed, Lord, just send me a sign that you're here. Just send me a sign that you see me. Please send me a sign that I can trust you. You were supposed to be that person angel that day imagine God is not pleased. You get what I'm saying? So just whatever he puts on your heart to do, just do it. God will still bless you, but it will be like having holes in your pockets. Come on. Come on. Why I can't hold on to it, though? I just got that check that was $500, $600, more than it was supposed to last week. What happened to my money? Where did my money go? You get what I'm saying? God will give you more when he can trust you with more. But if that's all you're going to do with it, baby, that's all you're going to get. You get what I'm saying? So I'm just talking to people that God put this on our heart to take care of. Of course, we can look around and see that, yeah, but they're not doing kingdom work, but they're getting blessed with this. Don't even worry about that distraction from the enemy, enemy trying to keep you from doing God's work. This is for you. If it's for you, it's for you, period. Don't let your seed get ate up by a crow. Plant that seed where it's supposed to be so it can flourish and grow. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, y'all. That was that. And then we're just going to jump into our next verse. We're going to hold on to that. We're going we gonna to let that resonate. We're going to plant it. And we're going to redirect it to another another uh, book. And this is a whole other – that's why I'm saying that because this is a whole other thing I want to give this morning. But I feel like it's very short and sweet. So, yeah, it's one verse. So what version do I want to read it in? I have King James and Amplified. So we're going, it's short and sweet. It's one verse. Okay, y'all. I love this word this morning. God is moving for real. Okay, so 
compare. We have King James and Amplified. So I'm going to read it in King James first. But he who was of the... But he who was of the bound woman was born after the flesh, but he of the free woman was by promise. Follow me. We got Amplified Version. But the child of the slave woman was born according to the flesh, but had an ordinary birth, while the son of the free woman was born in fulfillment of the promise. So we're going to back up a little bit. I'm going to just give a little brief um, explanation as to this. This um Oh, it's Galatians 4, uh, verses 23. Galatians chapter 4, verse 23. Lord, please calm my mind. I'm, I don't know why my mind is going right now, but Lord, please. Okay, Galatians chapter 4, verse 23. So just a little backstory on this verse and why, you know what I'm saying, I'm bringing this into light. So Abram, at first he was Abram before he was Abraham, right? So God gave him a promise of having a child, him and his wife, Sarah. Gave, gave them a promise of being, you know, he's going to be the father of many nations, whatever, whatever. He's going, they're going to be blessed with a child. They were old, right? So they took it upon themselves. Sarah got, I guess, a little anxious. It required some faith to believe because they were old. So it's like, okay, I know God said this, but maybe we're supposed to do it like this our way. So go ahead and sleep with my slave and go get her pregnant. Maybe that's how we're supposed to have this child. Child, they did it. The slave had God, she got pregnant. Cool. Later on, God still blessed them with their son they were supposed to have. Okay. So with that being said, moving forward, this passage that I want to read, this verse I want to read is for somebody contemplating a decision, right? Because like I said, in this story, God gave them a promise. You will have a child. God gave them a promise. You're going to have a son, right? But because of their flesh, because of carnal eyes, which is worldly eyes, the way we see the world, the way we see things, they wanted to handle it their way versus trusting God. So what I want to pull from this is somebody that's contemplating a decision, and one requires faith, and one is you in flesh, okay? And we have to come to a place of, not contemplating a decision, you loud already, you're funny. But we have to come to a place of being honest and moving into the spiritual realm when we're making decisions. Which one requires faith and has the promise attached to it? And which one is a quick satisfaction, quick gratification? And it's like, you know what, but I could do it this way and get the same result. I can do it this way and still get it done. You get what I'm saying? When we're contemplating decisions, a lot of times this one just requires more faith, and it's like, eh, but I don't know how it's going to get done. I don't know how God is going to do it. And this one is more so like quick gratification, and we think we're getting to the same destination, the same place, and getting the same thing when we're not. So with that being said, okay, with the decision that God spoke requires faith, and that's the one that will fulfill the promise. With our carnal eyes, our physical eyes, they both may seem good, may seem like good ideas, but one has the promise attached and one doesn't. And both may come with their own tribulation, but the decision made out of our flesh will be a lot of rowing and a lot of repairing and fighting on our own versus riding with the decision that has already been worked out for us. You get what I'm saying? A lot of times when we ride with the decision that is more so our flesh and more so the, pl- the place of quick gratification and we think we're going to get to the same place, but it doesn't have the the fruit of the the promise attached to it, it's a lot of rowing on our own. It's a lot of repairing on our own. It's a lot of, 
You know what I'm saying? Tribulation on our own versus the one that's already worked out. It just requires faith to get there. You get what I'm saying? God has already worked your situ- the, the decision out for you. It just requires us to say, yes, I'll go. You get what I'm saying? If that's the only thing standing in between you and making the other the, 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 a decision is it requires faith, go with that decision. Or it may be hard. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Go with that decision versus the one of, you know what? I think I could get it done and get it done like this. And you have all this confidence and it seems like instant gratification. That probably ain't the one for you. You get what I'm saying? Go with the one that requires more faith and brings out something else in you that is attached to the promise. Especially when God has already t- has it corresponds more so with the with something God is giving you. It goes right in alignment with that. Go with that. It requires faith because God is attached. You get what I'm saying? That's how God builds us. That's how God um his his promises are fulfilled in our life is when it requires faith. You get what I'm saying? So. Okay, that decision's already working out. Works out for you. Uh, it requires some faith, though. Definitely could be scarier, though. But I promise, it's more in store for you. It's gonna be more in store for you. So it's gonna be more in store for you if you go with that route. So with that being said, back to the story of Abraham and Sarah. Him having him deciding to, if God, like I said, they think they're go, they think they're 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 ending up at the same destination, which is a child. But one is attached to the promise, and one isn't. So with that being said, one of them came with bondage. One of them came with literally bondage and and themselves having to row that boat alone. You get what I'm saying? Versus one that's already worked out and God had, you get what I'm saying? His promise is more so fulfilled. So with that being said, yes, one decision is God and one isn't. Both produce a result. Only one is anointed and favored by God. Exactly. So that's what I feel like we should consider when having to decide between a decision, two decisions, is which one is going to require faith and has the promise attached, and which one is just me trying to get a quick fix. Which one is me trying to just go off of my own understanding versus trusting God's understanding. And if it's literally your only thing is I don't know how this is going to get done with one decision, go with that one. Because God is able to, to pour in. It's places for him to be able to move if we don't understand. We can lean on him. You know what I'm saying? Versus the one that's instant gratification and can solve our situation right now. So, yeah, y'all, that's our segment for this morning. I love y'all. I pray that we focus self-love and awareness. Make today a great day. Um, so, again, our, our scriptures for today were Galatians 4, chapter, Galatians chapter 4, verse 23. And the other one that we read was... What was it? Haggai chapter 1, verses 3 through 11. So, yeah, y'all, I love y'all. I pray that we soak in self-love and awareness and make today a great day.